Oh my! All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Strongman Winter Circle Podcast with my co-host Anthony Furman, and we have another special Supercast episode. So let us introduce you to the panel. First, we have World Strongest American 105 Kilo Dan Hughes. (laughs) We have Justin, not just a boy, Loy. Hi. We have Mr. Jordan Donaldson. And then soon coming is Terry Rady if he if he shows up, and that is our panel. So, so before back. we before we get into this too much, I just want to boo all of us for deciding to do this again. Boo! That's it. It was your idea. Was well, it my it idea? Kind of was, yeah. It was. It was like, such a successful. <laughs> oh well, boo me then. Successful <laughs> mishap, so that we had to do it again. Mm-hmm. Very successful mishap. It wasn't a mishap. I told you it was gold. Last time it was gold, Candy. You don't understand Hollywood like I do. When was the happy when's accident? The uncut version being released? It's never. It, it, never. It's... <laughs> However, when we, when we regress as a society back to 1940, that's what. It took some time to edit it. So if we don't have to do too much editing, that would be terrific. But we have three finalists here. So let's start with Dan. Dan did the best out of the three. Uh, Dan, how do you feel about your performance one month later? Um, I wish I was better at stones. <laughs> I think if I'm I was not, I'm better at Jordan, I'm sorry. No, I mean, uh, I said that in my interview uh, immediately following with Brittany, but like I was tied going into first and or I was tied for first going into stones and it sucked because I knew Especially going against Matt and Isaac on stones, I knew they were I knew they were gonna beat me. And that sounds like a defeatist attitude, but I mean for lots of reasons I could lift out. Um, mostly like a mental block with stones because that's how I hurt my back. I just hadn't stone training had not been good at all. Not it's not like I ignored it. I wasn't just skipping it for the sake of skipping it, but it wasn't going well at all. All right, um, so what what did you hit in training? I mean I hit reps with three sixty five, I think. Um, but not, I never did. I didn't even get to the point where I was doing like a full AMRAP. Um, I think most of my training was to 52 inches, um, which I can't remember the height we did. So it wasn't the height or anything. It was just, I think it was maybe the stamina, a little bit of it, but I I just, I think it's probably the biggest thing. I think it, and I think it's okay. It's not defeatist if it's rooted in realism, you you know, yourself, you know, your capabilities, right? I think I even said it going into I don't know if I said it to a lot of people. I definitely said it to my wife. I was like, I have to be absolutely amazing in the first four events because I just know I'm not like my stones, not good enough. I knew I wasn't going to zero it. Like that wasn't an issue. I knew I wasn't going to win stones. I think at this point in your career, it's not the best deciding event for you. But like, no, it's not. That's what it is. You know, and you know, it's funny. I didn't, I don't think I said it on air, but I remember all the point stuff and with stones left, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> for you, when I, like, <laughs> I, think well, I, said, I think I said the laws. I was like, laws, man. Uh, Dan's probably not going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew that, and so I was kind of just battling for second, especially when they said, "Because I'm not a, I'm not a gamer in the sense that I never want to know what the points are. I don't. That doesn't matter to me. I know what my strengths are. I know the events that I should win um, against whoever I'm competing against, and which events I need to just like do my best, but not, not completely exhaust myself. Um, Did you guys hear that cartoon effect just now? (laughs) Is that Jordan? Is that you? 
I mean, I muted He's you, up. so <laughs> for um, now. But yeah, I when they said I was tied for first because I thought maybe without knowing any of the scores, just knowing what I did, I thought maybe I was first outright, and I was like, well, I think I could at least save second. Yeah. Um. Then when they said I was tied for first because they tricked me when we did the order for stones. They didn't say Isaac's name, but I didn't catch that. They just said my name last. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, actually, Dan and Isaac are at the same points. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> now, how, how many reps do you end up hitting on the stone? I think it was nine. I don't think I got double digits. It was, right, so yeah, you, it was, it was way more than I thought. You did really well. On only it. only four off from the, yeah. from the winner. So. It, was, it was eight or nine. It was just shy of double digits. Yeah, you did really well. In it. Not too shabby, but J- Justin, t- tell us about y- your clash experience. How are you feeling one month later? Uh, fine. I've just been chilling, um, trying to get my body fixed and stuff. So, um, all in all, I mean, it was okay. Um, I definitely have had a bunch of nagging injuries that came through and really showed out, especially in the finals. Um, but. I think I got 10 reps on the stone, which I was impressed with and kind of mad at because Bob just kept going and I wanted him to stop so I could stop. Um, <laughs> that was so fun to watch Bob and Mike. <laughs> it was fun to watch everyone they went against. That was the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I got an instant replay of eating shit with the frame. <laughs> yo, yo, so, they put that on there live. You know how bad I wanted to just die laughing on air? Because I was expecting <laughs> them to show like the awesome finish on the other side. But nope, it was just it. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I had, a, I had the hardest job. I couldn't laugh. <laughs> so that's my, I, I vote myself the hardest worker of Clash. <laughs> the, hard, the hardest worker in the room. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. <sighs> are we gonna let jo- are we gonna let Jordan talk? Yeah, Jordan. Good? Jordan's Jordan's good to go. Go ahead, Jordan. How do you feel? You made you made it to the finals. You showed you showed them who's boss. But tell us them. Yeah, I made it to the finals by an intense bucket hold um, to take second place in my heat. Finals. I'm kind of like Justin there too. A lot of nagging injuries came up. My back was completely shot. Uh, one month away, I just now started working out again. So this is the first bag. I was I was pretty trashed. Also, say what you want about the the bucket hold, Mister. That destroyed people almost as much as the, the fucking squat did. I love the bucket hold. That killed everybody. The minute they figured they found out they had to hold buckets, everyone just fucking face planted the morale, the lack of morale. <laughs> so, in, in case the bucket hold comes again, what's the secret to the bucket hold, Jordan? Oh, I have, no, I, have, I have a secret. It doesn't uh, matter. We're we're not doing it again. Uh, I want. I want a great log. Yeah, no, that would have been too much. I have, I have a new tiebreaker though. That's going to be a universal tiebreaker across all clash. The game. What? Is it a game of ping pong? No, man. It's it's Denny Stones. Because if I have to play Jeff and ping pong. Oh, I'm those not... are retarded. <laughs> right, I can't say retarded. But damn it, Camby, you got to cut this. this no, it's, it's sorry. This picket's oh. worth out of here. No, no, you can say it. Remember? He apologized. It's okay. It's an okay word. I, it I gotta, is. I gotta, why, don't, why don't you like the Diddy Stone, Justin? Uh, I don't know. Probably because I'm not good at it. But also, how would you know? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm because I'm not gonna do it to find out. <laughs> would it be That's a, the point? 
it's an event on not every it's an event that most people can't train so if it's tiebreaker it's evil even across the board i don't like it <laughs> i like it that's and that's all that matters at the end of the day <laughs> all right but uh dan ready started on it but uh clash regrets i know dan you said you wish you had a better stone but what regrets you guys had after during before I, I can go. I can tell you a little bit about mine, but I'll, I'll wait till you guys go. I'll go first. Trying to squat for a minute from the bottom with 600 pounds, not a good idea. Dan did the same thing, and we both talked once we got back in the tent. Like, that was probably the worst idea that we've both ever done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, blew well, our, it blew our minds on commentary. Well, this is for TV. I got to look good. <laughs> I got to show out. You did not look good. Uh, I didn't give up. We should have adopted Justin's technique of failing the squat of just like with grace and a plum. <laughs> um, no, that so going on squat first that I actually forgot about that because I was so fixated on the stones right. that I thought that screwed me because afterwards, not only was I super upset with myself because um, and, and Terry and I had talked about this afterwards, like my squat prep came so far from in February, like my knee pain was so bad. I couldn't do body weight squats. Like I failed a, I failed a 225 squat and wraps because my knee pain was so bad. Oh. And I started seeing, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know I'm preaching the choir, Anthony, but, uh, seeing Rebecca who was, um, I'm thankful she was able to be there for all the athletes during the weekend, but I started seeing Rebecca twice uh, or once every two weeks. And so we did that to my last AMRAP at comp weight was six or seven, something like that. And so like going against Jesse and uh, Nick and Sean, I wasn't necessarily confident I would win the squat in my group, but I mean, I I would have bet money that I wasn't going to zero it. <laughs> and so when I zeroed it on the first event, I was just like, I am fucked. <laughs> like, and so I went back and it took, it took Terry and my wife helping kind of me coach me to get back in the mindset that I knew to be in, but was obviously shocked because that did not go the way I thought. And so I was just like, well, Better win these four events if I have a chance to go into the finals. Um, yeah, that's, that's actually a very tough one to zero in, too, because your heat was the only one that really had any reps. Yeah, and that's yeah, we had three of the five people who did a rep. And was there only Jesse did four. <laughs> what an idiot. He wasted, he did way too many, way more than he had to. Also, he struck press a sheer dumbbell, too. Yes, I know. He did that right in front of me because I think I was next, and I was just like, Oh God, <laughs> I'm in trouble. But Dan, you end up having the toughest group technically because you you took third, Jesse took fourth, yeah. Hein took fifth. So that was yeah, a, we had a, that group. Yeah, three of the top five were in my group, which I'm pretty proud of that. Again, stroking how, the fuck, how the fuck do you predict that shit? That is nuts to me that that happened. Like, nah. it's crazy. That's that's that's. I mean, again, that's why I actually am inclined. I'm changing the heat system. We had fun with it. We paid homage. Now it's time to do something better. Yeah. 
I like the I like the idea. I don't know if you talked about them publicly, so I don't go into detail. But I like the ideas that we talked about. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go, I'm going with that for sure. Mm. All right, Justin, your regrets. Tell us now. Oh, uh, you're muted, Justin, for some reason. What are you doing? All right, here. Let's go. Let's go to Jordan when Justin's fixing his sound. Jordan, your regrets. Um, my regrets would be finally starting training about six or seven weeks out. Seriously, like I do every prep because I'm always like, um, I might take this serious. And then like six weeks out, I finally get the itch to like, okay, prep's going decent. Maybe I should turn it up. And then it's usually too late. So, so that would be start a little early. I didn't, tra- I didn't train stones the whole prep because I hate training stones. It takes so long, and mine sit outside all year, so they're just complete dog shit. How many re- how many reps you get on the stone at the clash? Um, I picked it up. Oh, okay. I was wondering. Well, I was wondering about that technique. <laughs> so I've, I loaded it. But I couldn't triple extend, and I forgot my belt. Me and Bob had like a seven sentence conversation in the middle of me laughing stone because I was like, fuck, I forgot my belt. And then Bob went to grab his belt. He was going to take it off and give it to me. And Bob was like, well, then I won't have a belt. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll just try it. And then I put it down. So zero. The answer would be zero. Yeah, zero. Okay. zero. That was a really long way to say zero. <laughs> well, zero first, then me, because me and Bob really did have a conversation. That's a, that is a pretty cool tidbit, though. That's kind of cool. All right, Justin, is Justin back? Any more? All right, here, we're going to do a quick pause. All right, and we're back. Justin, tell us your regrets. Boom. <laughs> Biggest regret, training squat at all during prep. <laughs> uh, if I would have just, knowing what I know now, if I would have just cut it out, uh, it would have probably saved me a lot of physical issues. Or I would have been able to focus because I was like, I was really, I think for the most part, focused on the squat for like static everything. And like, I didn't really deadlift much. Um, I did that. Um, yeah, I just kind of like, focused. I was like, I just need to get reps. And then I like, didn't even come close. Like as soon as I picked it up, I thought about just putting it back in the rack. But I was like, no, I'll give it a shot. And on like halfway down, I'm like, nope, I'm done. And then just dropped it and walked away. So graceful. Oh, I know. And then I saw McKeegan when when McKeegan zeroed it. I was like, "Oh, we're we're, we'll be okay." You know, at least I'm not out. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Because I was like, well, because I was expecting him to get like a couple three reps because he's pretty good squatter. Yeah. And and then Tyler, he's like, "Oh, I did a pause." Like, no, you didn't, man. You were fighting that. Uh, <laughs> he, he did he did he was like i was waiting for a pause y'all i was waiting for an up call and i didn't get her you know? get her done <laughs> oh wait back up uh i think one of my like my top thing from clash is beating tyler by like a tenth of a second on the press medley Ooh. uh just because he talks so much he's like like he was so confident he was winning that in our heat and I beat him like a like a tenth of a second, and yeah, he won't say he's mad about it, but he's mad about it. Who had the fat? Was was Cognon? Dan had the fastest, or the two fastest? I had the fastest. I had the fastest. Nice, congrats. Where Dan. I am weak, then I am strong. <laughs> I went from uh, almost zeroing uh, two ninety log in twenty twenty 
to <laughs> winning press medleys. Wild. All you, did was, all you did was fix that shaky leg bullshit. Well. Yeah. And I guess yeah. I, I think I'm in the last one for the regrets. And I think really quickly, the last regret is not being out there on the field with you guys. I think I just was, was way too gung-ho, way too focused on like just beating my body to shed and trying to come in too bit, not too good of a shape, but just coming just like needed to hit certain training things. I should just took, took a chill pill, probably take a few days, extra rest, too much lower back intervention. And, and that's how I hurt my back twice. So that's, that's kind of did it, but it won't happen again. Knock on wood. I know last time you said this isn't supposed to be about you, but out of uh sincere <laughs> curiosity, what did you do anything different? Like, was there any different method that you've done? Cause obviously your, I mean, your track record speaks for itself. Like you, you know what you're doing. So I'm curious if with what you just said, if there's something you tried to implement or maybe took out that you had done in the past. No, I, I hurt my, for, I hurt my forearm. So I was going to my PT. Um, and even when I go to my PT, she also works on my back, like dry needling, working on my hips and stuff like that. And then I was like, well, you know what? I should just double up on the chiropractor because it's right next door. So I was going to the chiropractor too often. Normally I do like every other week or even like two and a half weeks, but I was going like every week. So I think it was just too much lower back intervention. And then I was squatting and deadlifting, um, both in the same week uh, leading up to sometimes I would deadlift twice a week and squat once. So it was like three um, compound movements within the week. So I think I just overdid it, overtrained and mm-hmm. cost me. Sounds like how I used yeah. to train. I can tell you, you probably overtrained. Yeah, that's what I found. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this prep was probably the first prep that I had seen someone regularly. And while at first it was mostly with Rebecca, it was mostly like, treating existing issues but then it got to the point where it actually became prehab where it's like no nothing's bothering me but like hey this is a little bit tighter but there were sometimes just because of schedule issues like I had to see her maybe twice in 10 days as opposed to twice within 18 to 20 days and it did kind of feel like almost like I was feeling too good or too loose and which is a weird feeling probably for a lot of strong men Type back to strong back. I've always said that. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, wow, I don't want to lose back. You do not want to lose back. But I put it out there that like my, like my, my best, uh, when I feel the best, I'm going every other week. Um, and all, and that's like the chiropractors, PT, sauna, body work. And I was doing, I was doing all oh, of that too much. I have, I have big news. Oh, that reminds me. He's talking about competing. Well, I have a regret and then I have something cool. All right, go ahead. It's your turn. Here's my regret. I didn't load that circus dumbbell that Nick Myers attempted. That's my regret. <laughs> That's the one thing all weekend that I was upset about. Like, literally, I could have been happier with everyone. Ooh. What? You about lost your shit on live TV. <laughs> Key words, about. Almost. <laughs> I know, but about. you about did it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, honest, other than that, I, I couldn't be happy. Everybody, the volunteers, people on my team, people that came in, like, you guys all fucking killed it. I, I said it a million times, but, like... What a weekend, man! That if you guys did not do what you did in them finals, we don't we don't exist right now. So hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Jordan, really quickly, your iPad's trying to come onto the chat. Is that someone it, else or is that you? That's me. Try to let me in there. You want me to let you in? Yeah. It's obviously not. Is it you? <laughs> All right, it's me. And that was a hoot. All that stuff right there. What a great time! Great stories everyone missed while we were off screen. Anyway, so we're back. That was- <laughs> That question. My next clash question, and I want 100% honesty. 
you, Dan Hughes, Justin Loy, Jordan Donaldson, you are all in charge of Clash starting today. What's one thing you would change immediately? Can't say squat. How about, can I say something? You can't say squat. Like the, you, no. I'll right, allow here, it. When, when, when they think, uh, when the, I'll let them think, but I have a good one. Um, yeah. I thought you had too many banners in the back. I know you for marketing purposes, but like last year, you had people in the hills kind of like cheering on. I think there was enough spectator area for people to stand around. Um, yeah. And yeah, no, you I, had to get the banners out for the marketing, but I think there just should have been more viewer friendly areas so that people they can stand on and cheer. Well, it's not just marketing, it's contract too. It's not like we're doing it ourselves. So we sold that space to these companies. So that, that's why we enclosed in the arena. And while we liked that aesthetic last year, there was too much stuff going on in the background, like where it didn't look quite in line, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta block that stuff out. But I, I do agree. If we can find a way to get that, that kind of signage and more fans visible. That's yeah, that's, because there was, and I haven't watched, I haven't gone back. I'm really bad about this. I actually still haven't, aside from when we watched it, when it aired um, in your living room, last year's Clash, I haven't rewatched it. Um, but from the clips I have seen, you definitely don't see how many supporters were there in person. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there, I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. There was tons. Yeah. I, well, also to be fair guys, we were getting tons of aerial shots with that crane. No, so- no, I, I mean, this like, I get like Nick said, I get why it was the way that it was, but we're, as long as we're talking like things to improve yeah. on, I think a way to do both understanding the space that you sell the marketing aspect, but also like showing that it's not strictly a, a televised event. Like there is in-person participation. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're right. You are absolutely right. Well, like I said, some steps we took to mitigate that because obviously the platform thing was, a, would be a big difference, right? There'd be people yeah. right up, up on it. It's a little different aesthetic, but yeah. um, we had, you know, we had Aaron West, we had him riling up the crowd so that when we came back, hopefully the people could hear the crowd and kind of get a feel for it. So we tried to mitigate that, but this is a very good point. I mean, so, uh, Justin. Justin. Yeah, we both said it. <clears throat> Are you talking just the Clash like big show or Clash all together? Let's go all together. So, I think it'd be cool to have, and I'm, I think we talked about this, but I'm not 100% sure, uh, to have like a tiered system to get to the finals or like get to like the big Clash show rather than just like qualifiers um, where you do like a show where it goes like a kind of like a regional kind of thing where you do like a show to a show to a show and yeah. you have, have it there where you have to like compete to compete to compete. You advance, you advance. Like, so yeah, I tell you right now, that is, that is the target I have. Um, I have a target of converting this from a qualifier system into a sport league, like a league. Mm-hmm. Like, so I do, I do have that in my, my sites right now. So yes, I do think that'd be awesome. Jordo. Um, I think to do like, I know we're crunched on time. We're on TV, but to do at the beginning, bring all the athletes out with an introduction of the name. I know we did that in the press conference, but a lot of people don't follow our Instagrams and social media as much as they tuned into like ADL live. So like, they're just like, Oh, that short guy from the bald guy with the beard. How would, how, how'd he do or whatever? We, yeah, we, aired of, uh, it, we aired an intro package with all your guys' names and stuff, like the whole thing. Like everybody said where they're from, their name, right before you guys started. 
Okay. See, I'm like, I'm the same with Dan. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, so, yeah. That, that was a decision. I, I didn't want to eat airtime doing intros when we could do a prepackaged thing. And I thought, I thought it looks more professional doing it that way anyways, like they do in the NFL as they're definitely. playing. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I didn't know you did that, so my bad. Oh, hey, no, no. Hey, that's fine, though, because that's that. I got that feedback <laughs> last year, though. So I, this is why I do this. I love the feedback because that's the only way I'm going to get better. Also, it would be kind of – we. I've talked – me and you have talked about it, like, Straight WWD, WWE entrances. Music, Sunday, yeah. Iro. I, mean, I like, want to come that. out in sparks like I want to come out in sparks like Goldberg. I yes, I want every, <laughs> I want that for everyone, and we will get there someday. And when I'm out of the army, I will compete in uh makeup like Sting. <laughs> hey, you could do the the, the oh, what is it the uh, the. Um, Bash. That's what Bash at the beach where he wrestled in the the face paint and the little yeah. blonde hair. Clash of, Clash of the Coast, Bash at the Beach. That's a sting thing right there. Right. I think that kind of wraps up yeah, our, that's class. Our, yeah. our class section. So now we got to move on to some fan questions. So we got, we got a few. Um, so this one is for Justin because he's our resident uh, Star Wars expert. expert. So Mary Fuck Kill, Justin, Jar Jar Binks, uh, Jabba the Hutt, or Chewbacca? Justin doesn't know who those people are. All right, Dan. (laughs) Dan's actually our Star Wars expert, so Dan, take it away. That that was Jabba I was talking about. Sorry, you're going to have to repeat the question, because when you said Justin is a resident Star Wars fan, all I saw was red. I I was super confused for a second. (laughs) Yeah, can't can't be way to research. Do your research. Well, it was a a joke. I know, Uh, I know. know. It's going to be a a merry fuck kill between Jabba the Hutt, Jar Jar Banks, and Chewbacca. If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late. So having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash provengrit. Check it out. Bill Jar Jar, 100%. Racist. Uh, Mary Boba and uh, fuck Java. I mean, he's got the money. So you got something good's got to come out of that. Can we get back? Oh, to I, said the J- I said Jabba the Hutt, you, and you, not Boba. I thought you said the third one was uh, Jabba the Hutt. I thought the third one was Boba. No, I said Chewbacca. Jabba the Hutt, Jar Jar, and Chewbacca. Oh, well, still marry Chewbacca because I mean, he's kill, a loyal gonna, gonna and kill. loving. All right. He's a good partner. But I got kill. a little bit of, I think I have a streak of Han in me. So 
we'd get along as great. All right. So this uh, this question is for pick a lane, Dan. Dan. You hold on, time out. Pick a lane, Dan. You can't be a Sith and Han. I said a streak. I didn't say I identified. You that. love it. no, 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 no. No, you pick one or the other. All right, Sith and Ab- Nope, one of them dealing absolute so. So there's no room for a little bit of Han. Uh, That's what makes him a Sith, Dan. All right. So question for Dan, Justin, and Tony. Got him. Uh, <laughs> at what Memorialize level? Memorialize this moment. <laughs> We, this is not the platform. We will continue on with the podcast, and I will take this conversation <laughs> offline. Yeah, can I ask my question now? Absolutely. All right. This is this is for Justin, Dan, and um, and Anthony. At what level do you need to join the Army Fitness Team? Does it require a pro card? All right. <laughs> There's several answers to this. There's the original answer, and then the pussification answer. The real answer was I had to win a world title to get on here. Oh, yes. Asterisk. Put an asterisk uh, on Anthony's answer. Um, as the current, as the current and only leader of the Warrior Fitness team, you have to be able to demonstrate that you can compete at a national and ideally international level within your specific sport. Right now, we are limited to CrossFit and strongman slash strongwoman. Um, and while the term "compete at a high level" is somewhat relative. Um, I mean, we have had, as Anthony alluded to, world champions. We have national champ, multiple national champions, and as of now, all four strongmen slash women have all earned their pro status, either before they came to the team or yeah. within the first couple months of being on the team. Very successful team when it comes. To yes. That. So, because um, ultimately, you know, our job is to market. The Army is the service of choice through our passion of fitness, whether that's CrossFit or Strongman, or now we're starting to venture a little bit into the powerlifting uh, community. But so it's not a lot of people get it twisted as like, oh, I'm fit in the Army, which is great. And we love to see that. We love to encourage and promote, you know, soldiers being extra fit. But ideally, we're trying to prove that we can be good soldiers. And also compete at a high level at the civilian level. Like we have multiple CrossFit. Can't be. Did did someone named George Fruth ask this question? Because I feel like there's some free advertising going on right now. No. Yeah. No shit. I think it was a guy that wants to actually join the team. So that's a good question. DM you, Dan. (laughs) No, I mean I I get this question a lot, both through work and also through. My personal Instagram. I'm watching you. Justin, is there anything you want to comment? Uh, I mean, well, besides Anthony's world title, um, why, I mean, you, why is that an asterisk? <laughs> That's um, I mean, when they, when wait, we went, there was one, only which one? Because what? Gotta be more specific. Oh, these guys. I can't hear you over the child. I said you got to be more specific with my world titles. I have so many. Oh, sorry. First or second? <laughs> so many can't count past two. Uh, I mean, when, when I went, I went to, I'd only been to nationals, which I think at the time was probably possibly the next highest selection there. So I think it's based off of uh, what's, you know, what your level is now. Like, I think there's more people, I could be wrong, more people doing strongman, like competing um, a little bit higher than what they were at the time, like when the team was first started. 
Uh, so there may be more to choose from. And I think it's all like situ- uh, situational based. Yeah. So end of the day, my, my first thing was wrong. I mean, initially, that's an un- unsustainable standard to have. And the best way to do it, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. The best way to do it, I mean, again, as Dan said, it's subjective. So where the needs of the army meet the needs of the team meet the needs to be competitive, you have to meet all three of those things. So you don't have to be the best, but you have to be competitive enough that the team needs your competitive to meet their needs to the army. Boom. There. All right. Great answer. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. Um, this actually be uh, a bad question for Anthony, but a good question for Dan. What are some tricks that you use to relieve knee pain from lifting so heavy in prep? Ooh, I got one. I got one. I got, I got it right here. Um, <laughs> I want to hear Anthony's answer before I give a real answer. <laughs> this is real radio fracking or something like that. They burn all the pain nerves out of your knee. That's what I'm having done. Is that the same thing as like microfracking? No, it's not. Oh, like that's that. the thing you said to us the other day. No, they, they use they use radio waves to literally burn the nerves out of your knee, so I can feel no feel no more pain in my knee. You guys are fucked. <laughs> um, that doesn't make the problem go away. I know. I'm aware. That's like saying I'm healthy because I don't feel pain from all the oxycodone I'm taking. No, but I'm at that point though where there's nothing more I can do to it, and I need a knee replacement. So this is just so I can yeah. live. But uh, so for me personally, what's helped is. Uh, fixing imbalances in my lower body. Um, I'm generally, I've historically been a very quad dominant person or sorry, hamstring dominant. And so after a while of working, not fixing those imbalances and kind of continuing with them and strengthening the strong parts and letting the weak parts stay weak, uh, it starts to cause a lot of knee pain. Um, And then also kind of ignoring uh, seemingly insignificant pain and pushing through it, uh, which is kind of what you learn in the army. And it's like, ah, oh, whatever. Me and Justin joke about it all the time. Like, oh, it hurts, but it's supposed to hurt. That's why but, it's good man, though. Like in in reality, like you should. There's a difference between you know the muscular pain of like getting a pump or straining through physical activity versus your knee feeling like it's going to explode. Um, so seeking treatment sooner rather than later has helped, and then also. Uh, doing stuff, kind of preventative maintenance for your knee pain. So a mistake I'd made early on is, okay, my knee doesn't hurt. So I stopped doing the things that made my knee not hurt. And then a couple months later, my knee hurts again. And then kind of going through that cycle as opposed to maintaining and keeping up with the things that help prevent the pain. And if you, if you it, it, out there, you know, I definitely agree, Dan, seeking medical care really should be one of the first steps. Cause that's how, you know, and if you don't have that medical care, you can go to www.warriorfitnessteam.com and find out how to get free medical care. All right. So next question, I'll, I'm also going to answer it, but I want to hear you guys uh, answer too. Someone asked, who's the craziest 105 kilo athlete and why? Hmm. Hmm. You can say now, current, past, present, future. We're kind of crazy. Like funny, crazy. They said craziest. What kind of crazy? I think it depends what kind of crazy, though. Yeah, beautiful crazy. We got a lot of crazies. Here, I'll start start because I have, and I'll let you guys think about your answer. But I I always think that uh, that Clayton was maybe the craziest just because he always did the biggest cuts um, and just would do things. He would be like in the back of a car, just dying and um, going to the going to the actual weigh-in, um, he just went to the, the, the deepest extremes to cut weight, compete, 
And then even even when he was competing, he he, he almost looked like he had a crazy look on his eye eyes, I should say. Um, so I always say that Clayton is up there in terms of the craziest, inter- or even even lack of better terms, more. I don't even want to, I don't even so, know to say yeah. Crazy. My, my my big question: Are we talking clinical crazy too? That's a whole other level of crazy. So if we throw clinical crazy in there, I don't. It's a it's untapped potential for all of us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Crazy. I got a few got a few names in mind. <laughs> right. Who you guys got? I agree with Maddox. That what Maddox said. That's how that I was her. That was her doing Chewbacca. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jordan's still here. Hello. All right. What are you gonna say, Justin? Come on, come on. Name, I want na- name names. <sighs> Man, crazy. I mean. I could say, don't name any crazies that are going to be crazy about it. No. Well, that's um, the real trick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I only knew of him competing for a short time, but I could probably say Terry only because I don't think he's actually built to be a 105 dude. So he did a lot of things to get to being a 105 dude. Your eyes betrayed you, Justin. Uh, I'm just saying, like, he super committed and even you know said multiple times that he would do whatever it took to win if you're not going out on a gurney are you really trying yeah and i mean like that's probably there's probably a level of dedication there that a lot of people want to do i would say i would say 99.99 percent of people wouldn't do yeah yeah you're right that in a a sick twisted way is dedication how about you and he could be here talking about it but he's not and he's not how about you dan who you got I would say deal because he turned pro uh, placing third at nationals, quit his job, started what has turned out to be a very successful business, but is now uh, kind of a crazy, insane person on social media. And I stand by that. <laughs> oh, he did it. Oh, he did it. <laughs> That's that's the future of becoming a becoming a hundred five kilo um, you, you get into you get into politics. That's that's the next evolution. Look at this, look at this hair. When, once you're done with 105s, you just go nuts. I mean, Anthony's guilty of this too, but it is possible to be a competitive strongman, a 105 strongman, and keep you know personal opinions and ideas to yourself. And it doesn't I, I, make you a coward to do so. Yeah, I, I had I had flare ups. I got sucked in in 2020 for about six months, pretty good. Oh yeah, you're right. It's never your fault. You got sucked in like a tractor beam. No, no, no. I, Sons I, of I, bitches. I never did political stuff. And then for whatever reason, when that lockdown in 2020 happened, I just I was sitting in my house like that cat on the keyboard meme, like just fucking. That's 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 the media tricking you, Anthony. They got me. They did. They got me good. And I, don't worry, I got them back. Oh yeah. How about you, Jordo? Hey, now he's retired and he sits at home all day on his computer anyway, but just doesn't blurt out his shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. What, I don't know what the question is. Was Who, who's the craziest 105 uh, athlete in present or past time? Craziest, like mentally, or like craziest athletic? However, you define it. The problems I was trying to avoid. Hey, the, the, this is it just. I got asked the question, and I'm asking you guys the question. The, whoever wrote this is crazy because they didn't specify. Who is this? Whoever wrote it. I mean, Andrew Clayton does some pretty crazy shit. Ooh, that's uh, that's what, that was my answer. That's that's two, and that's that's it. That's it. I, said, I mean, literally, the cuts. dude can. He's been a heavyweight. 
pro, middleweight pro. He does stupid fucking ultra marathon weight cuts, ultra marathons, pressing records. Ah, is he crazy? He did a twenty-four hour. What do you do? A twenty-four hour row? Yes. And he eats ice cream and posts all of his like all of his meals. I don't even know how he eats that much when he does that because it's like forty-four thousand calories in one meal. Well, I'll tell you what, Andrew Clayton, you are a big winner tonight, and you are going to get a signed straight jacket from every single one of us. Congratulations! <laughs> and he has now he has the little now he has the little dog too, so it like it just helps his persona. Hey, Anthony, did you give? Um, uh, oh, Terry Ray was at jujitsu, so you guys his schedule mixed up. Um, Anthony, did oh. you give an answer? He's like a child. Oh, I'm at jujitsu, mom. <laughs> Is that so you can find? Mom was mom was late picking me up from jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is he taking jujitsu so he can fight off the haters now? Probably. Taekwondo. Um, what's, what's the question, Nick? I'm sorry. Uh, the, you, did you answer it crazy? Yeah, did I? I thought I did. Who's yours? Oh, uh, Andrew Himself. Clayton. Uh, <laughs> so I'll jump down. on the I'll jump on the Andrew Clayton Ben. I'm fanboying right now. I'll jump. All on right. That. All right. Um, all right. So whoever wants to take this question. Um, if you could make a ultimate 105 kilo Megazord, who would you pick for what events? How many? Well, Megazord, Megazord is five, by the way. There's five. Is it Zord or Sword? Megazord, which is Zord. the Power Rangers uh, big guy that he is the big. He's the big Zord made up of five smaller Zords. Uh, and they walk in unison. They have high five. Also, when I stepped away, Anthony, did you say, can I get a sponsorship for something? Um, I'll go. I used to sit by my satellite dish. Um, all right, Dan, your turn. All right, I, don't okay. <laughs> I thought uh, I heard that for deadlifts. Uh, Matt McKeegan. Um, for moving events. Yours truly. Um, and I don't mind saying so. Um, for pressing can be. Um, for stones, someone mute Jordan, please. Stones is a toss up. <laughs> it's like a max stone, you know. You have Josh, Josh Isel, and uh, even Dirks, if he was to ever cut down again. I know he doesn't like to do that often. Um, but if it's for reps, you also have somebody like Bob, who apparently is a crazy person um, and can just load them all day. Smart, but I see three people right here who four people who should not be picked for stones, actually. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm talking about yourself, right? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not in the equation. I'm talking about you, Mr. Can't finish. What I rarely lose stones. (laughs) I'm either a second, either first or second. My most recent memory is you losing it, though. I I took second, (laughs) you know, that's first loser. (laughs) Um, I don't know what's the what's the fifth event category. So it's a category, we just said pick five. Okay, then uh, who uses brains? Isaac for sandbag to shoulder and squats. He's decent at squats if he has to do that too. And any other malfeasance for malfeasance's sake. <laughs> Knew you were going there, Dan. All right, here, hold on. I kind of wanted you to. Okay, sure. Let's talk. Oh, right. What a good thing. All right. All right. Oh, and, 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 and this question is for works. Anthony from himself. Anthony, who do you think you are? What's the big idea? What gives you the right? Did I really ask this? Yes. I, <laughs> you wrote like when, from when, did I, when did I ask? I know what I asked this. 
you asked this when I, when I put out what questions you want to hear from the panel and you put yeah. out this for, for myself. I think I was, I, I was busy that night and I was in a different dimension. Ah. <laughs> was this an eerie? No, th- I was just, uh, <laughs> I was, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, was, I just was chilling and decided. Well, what were you doing? To... And then, uh, you know what? I don't fucking care. I was on shrooms. <laughs> Yeah. You're retired. You can say that. <laughs> yeah, Did I, te- I text you that, or I put. No, you you put that in the in the in whatever uh, thing I did on IG the poll, the poll questions. Like I was what? having experience, guys. I tell you. <laughs> hey, uh, the the question from Mike Gonzalez is Jordan. Do you still use his HBO Max? Absolutely. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was and, a deal he made. When are you about to lose that? Aren't they? Aren't they taking away the share? Yeah. And then the, the and then the last question that we have for tonight is for, for everyone is what does the future hold? What do you, what do you guys have planned? What does the off season training look like? So give us a little blurb in terms of your off season. What are you guys planning on doing next? Who's gonna and... win midterm elections? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with Anthony. What does the future hold? Oh, why you? All right. Um. Yeah, don't, we got a bunch of clash coming up the summer. We got the shows. Um, just kind of build off. We're trying to build off each show with momentum for the next show. Um, trying to treat these regionals as we're editing and filming as TV. So everybody now is going to be doing the two hour. That's our that's our standard now for all these conferences. Two hours because I'm trying to put everyone on TV. Um, so through the summer, hopefully close some things like that. And then I'm just got the gym opening, going to Norway, and. I don't know. I'm gonna get a motorcycle because these goddamn democratic fucking gas prices. <laughs> how about how about you, George? Uh, sorry, how about you, Justin? Jordan or Justin? Um, let's do Justin first. That's right, Dan. These gas prices push me back. So I'm going to uh, take, some t- take some time to get my body fixed, um, and got my house sold, maybe, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Probably compete sometime this fall. See how things go. You got to compete one time at least, I feel like. <laughs> Maybe. No. Might be done. We don't know. <laughs> Finalists are coming back. I'm a, I'm a coach Jordan, now. I really <laughs> hope. Jordan, I need you to look at me and tell me you understand that finalists are not coming back. I know, but I love telling everybody that because they literally <laughs> believe me every time I say oh. it. And I'll get like I'll get like twelve messages. Tell me, yeah, they're coming back. No, no, finalists are not coming back. And it's the same as like everyone thinks I'm doing OC next weekend. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, that turned out. That turned out to be a show, though. Um, Yeah, I was gonna say, can we talk about that, or is it too far away? No, go ahead. Is the athlete list out? Like, let's take our predictions. Well, we have oh yeah, the, the kind of top guys. You have like Casey Garrison. You have Jesse Nelson. You have Bob Schwantz. You have Tyler Pruitt. Um, and then those are the guys. Jesse, those Nelson, are Jesse Nelson's going. I already said there. Jesse Nelson. Oh yeah, but I don't know. So, the, rest, the rest of them kind of don't. Uh, so it's already. So to me, it looks like it's starting off kind of like how it was last year, where there was basically four guys fighting. Hey, Terry. Terry asked if he can join the podcast at the last minute. No, tell him no. Tell him no. no. There are rules. Oh, I, already said, I already said yes. I already said yes. Too late. I don't care. He's not on know. here. Nope. He has the invite. No. He, he chose to. Jiu-jitsu. Texted him yeah. Friday saying, hey, we're, we rescheduled for Tuesday. Yeah, but well, he, had a, the, he had a carpool with Steve's mom. <laughs> but, uh, like you but, said, the, the, the name of the group is literally the time and the date. 
Yeah. Do you know why we had to carpool? <laughs> you know why we had to carpool? Because it's prices that are raised by these Democratic <laughs> legislatures. But if uh, if Casey Garrison makes weight and does a good job <laughs> making weight, he could just get podium. He's a good he athlete. Could. He's a hell of a right, athlete. There's there's one of those crazy things right there. He what was his what did he weigh? He's he's he coming was, down from like two ninety. Yeah, he was the star. He's forty man. What you guys think? Uh, what's how's he going to do? Is he going to make the weight? Or I don't think he's going to be Jesse, but I think he could. Put, I've he heard that. Him. I've heard he's came down one time before and he didn't do well. I was going to say that's a yeah. big weight. That's a big weight cut. But I think right. this was gradual. Yeah. This was more gradual. I think though. Uh, la, la, la. Um, and he's very good at throwing. He's probably going to win the one arm toss because that's, that's pretty good at throwing. Yeah, mm. that's the stupidest but, bent you've ever came up with. Yeah, why that's pretty dumb. I why, agree. Don't, why don't you guys like it? It's because a, it's a one arm time out. Time out. Give me a good reason. Games. Give me a this good reason high. why you don't like it. Because it's gonna make me fucking Stephen Hawkins. Because every time I do this, it snaps my neck so bad that I'm gonna be fucking. All right. So I said, paralyzed. give me good. Give me good reason, somebody. It's not a good. It's not a good event that like helps compound strength over time. Huh? You just do something very specific. I'm talking about really good for our overall progress. As an athlete, so I should only I should only give you guys events that you can do a well, map that program for. Like no, ma- like max. Wait, You know what I think is fun? Giving Have everyone you know? a race in the middle of a fast paced show. What is it? I think it's fun giving everyone a race in the middle of a fast paced show. Uh, hold on, Jordan keeps Jordan yeah. a little loud here. Can you see that again, Anthony? <laughs> Jordan, shut up. <laughs> I said it again, Anthony. I said I'm a fan. I'm a fan of giving athletes like a break in the middle of a fast-paced, heavy show, and I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of doing things differently that no one's doing because if you're just doing the same thing everyone else is, if you don't, and like throwing, and like throwing, it's not the same thing because you would be bitch, you're not bitching about throwing fucking the way it is. It's a different thing. I'm bitching and, about all throwing. And <laughs> you can't keep doing the things that people have done when it hasn't succeeded. So you got to change things up, shake it up a little bit. Define succeeding in regards to an event. I Bring mean, back- it seems like throwing with two hands has been quite successful over the yes. last several millennia um, in regards to ancient strength sports, but I digress. Yeah, right, it's I, fun. End of the day, it's I like it. It's fun. All right, Dan. Hey, what, what's bring your- back truck pull. Never. That's something that will never happen in class. Oh my god! All right, oh, I Dan, give us your give us your future. Give us your future. <laughs> Tell us now. Um, next plan show will be ASM, which is October first, I believe. Oh, um, and then until <laughs> then, uh, Terry and I are working on addressing weaknesses and weak points, but not in the sense of like, oh, I suck at stone, so I'm just going to do more stone. But kind of addressing the root of why my weaknesses are my weaknesses, and uh easing into several blocks uh, of training a lot of uh isometric stuff this week and next week um and then we'll go from there i like it so hopefully i'm uh, good at stones by the time october comes but also uh i hate power stairs so we should just quit that also <laughs> we should do power stairs oh can be we are doing power stairs <laughs> yeah all right we're gonna have we're gonna get jordan jordan tell us your future here uh jordan tell us your future plans and then we'll let terry into to, to and then we'll end it yeah end it susie gets in camp you just end the well, we'll, we'll let we'll let him talk for like two minutes and then just say no ask him hey terry how you doing as he's talking click end it <laughs> do it all right jordan um what are your future plans tell the people what they can expect i'm expecting i think i'm gonna do denver or waco Right now, that's the two I'm looking at. 
Uh, I haven't decided which one. Uh, I could be out in OC this weekend. I don't know. Um, I still, I'm going to still play that card. But that's my future plans right now. You asked about off season. There's not really an off season now with the regionals, and we got to qualify again as finalists. So we just got to go right back into it. Anthony hates us. <laughs> and choosing to do that, you could wait till February if you wanted. Yeah, let's wait till the last second because then if you don't qualify, you're fucked. Somebody's going to do it, obviously, because it's going to be a competition help. Yeah, I mean, it's not strategically smart. Or you get a big off season if you do this first one, then you have like 11 months. Yeah, see, that's, I, that's what that was my plan. You don't accuse me of taking your off season away when I get that. You. I don't ever have an off season. I don't have a prep season either. I just kind of wing it. Then, just uh, wing it. Just throw it in there. And then yeah, uh, it gets more hickish as the sun goes down. And then for for myself, I'm going to take a, keep your eye out for some seminars. Um, I'm going to be doing some in July and August, and then I'll be at America's Strongest Man, World's Strongest Man, and Terry Rady. Finish the show. T- tell us, tell us why you why you weren't here on time. Did your mom pick you up late? Uh, um, no, I'm. Uh, I have a jujitsu competition in July that I'm getting ready for. So, Deborah, Deborah, damn it, Deborah would never live in Texas. She is a diehard liberal. She would never live. <laughs> Deborah would try to burn this state to the ground. You know what's wrong with the liberals is they ruin my 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 time because I have to pay so much for gas with their stupid legislation. Just they're trying to push kick a can down the road and, and and worry about these women when my gas prices are rising and I don't like it. Dan's trying to hold his bite his tongue as much as he can right now. Because <laughs> Dan loves these high gas prices. He does. Uh, I, would, I would I would rather have high gas prices than another incident that happened. Hey, listen, nobody has any right. I just need to eat gas. That's what we need to get to. They're distracting us with fucking Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It is. It's just it's a bunch of actors in that field <laughs> pretending like they were shooters. Hold on, hold on. Listen, <laughs> why? Since when does Furman care about gas prices and liberals? Because last he's I trying to get a rise liberal, out of me. Liberals are responsible for the reason that the best drugs are legal. So it, you're welcome. he's trying to get First a rise off, out of me. Let me he's explain been doing something. It this whole time. Let, I was pushed to the left in 2020. Now we're right back to the right where home belongs. <laughs> <laughs> all right terry ready finish the show off tell us what we need to know um that uh dude hold on. what about freaking uh old boy from canada matt holland yeah right? it's hooper mitchell hooper it's your mitchell hooper wow guess what guess what terry terry guess who predicted he was going to win his group guess who predicted? also you also predicted that uh evan singleton was going to win <laughs> <laughs> Way missed the mark on that one, man. He's got so, he's got a witch's card. Hey, so, so so far, Anthony, I still have my three finalists alive. So ah, fuck, you're right. I'm gonna get my belt. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my prediction. Kevin Ferris, minimum top five. Like minimum. Is Matt Hall even a competitor? Just make that up. That's just some guy on Instagram, right? <laughs> Is that something someone you just saw? Miss Hooper, Matt Holland, fuck it. Close enough. I don't know. I'm asking you. Is it? It just sounds like a random name you would see on Instagram or something. It's Terry Holland's brother, Matt. Shut up. There's, there's Matt, Terry, Jerry, and Gary. Don't, don't forget about Larry. And Larry Holland. Barry. Do they, do they have a cartoon? Yeah, it's like a big thing in the UK. Their, sis, their sister Cambodian. Cherry. Their sister Cherry. You wouldn't oh, understand. Cherry. Well, that, she's definitely a prostitute. Well, well guys, this was this was a, another fun time. Maybe in another yeah. ten episodes, we can get together. 
Um, this is episode 19. Hey, so as long as we still got work and internet, all the immigrants come and taking my Wi-Fi. I was trying to be sincere. Don't forget to like and comment and subscribe Ooh. to the channel. You, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so you can listen and make sure you press that little dingy button so you get alerted every time our episodes come on YouTube. Ready? And for next time, stay strong.